I was uh, at my sister's recently uh, visiting, and uh, she also cuts my hair, so she was cutting my hair that day and uh, giving me a haircut. Uh, and is uh, she was cutting my hair, uh, and she touched this uh, scar that I've got here on my forehead. And she says, "Are you still? Uh, do you still get glass uh, coming out of?" out of that scar. And I said, no, it's been a while. Um, back when I was uh, in high school, um, I had, was driving one evening. Uh, it was a rainy night, and I was at the corner of uh, uh, Kirk Road and 38. You guys know that intersection? The gas stations are there right before the bridge, I was going towards that, uh, going south. And somebody, I was in the intersection, somebody ran the red light and hit me. And uh, I had my seatbelt on, praise God, and you know, a car just kind of went off at a different angle and came to a stop, the whole front end was uh, destroyed. And uh, as, I, as I hit, uh, or as the car, I, you know, the impact threw me forward into the rear view mirror and I, and I knocked it off that little ball that it's on and, you know, and uh, punched the whole front windshield out with my head. And so it just glass everywhere. And, uh, I did realize it though, uh, that I was, was hurt. I got out and, and I you know, went to the other car to see if they were okay. And, and the guy's like, look at me. He's like, you better sit down. I'm like, what do you, what? He goes, you're, you're hurt. And I said, I'm fine. And you know, then I was like, oh my gosh, there's like a lot of blood. So they took me to the hospital and, uh, and uh, stitched me up and they tried to clean the, the cut as best as they can. But you know, that safety glass, it, they, they break up into really tiny, small little squares. Do you know that? And, and so I, they were like way in there. It's like, like in my brain or something. And uh, <laughs> which explains quite a bit. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, and she goes, I tried to clean it out as best as I could, but there's, there's, st there's still going to be a little bit of stuff in there. It'll come out. Well, folks, for years, uh, you know, the scar would heal over. All of a sudden it would get red. And I, it was almost like I would just touch it and a piece of like small piece of glass would pop out. You know, I was great at parties, right? The party <laughs> trick. <laughs> But, you know, it doesn't do it anymore. Uh, but for a number of years, this was like a common occurrence. Uh, now I just have the scar, right? And I guess, uh, you know, it got me thinking, especially in relationship to the, to the gospel today. Uh, we've all got scars, don't we? Some of them are literal, some of them are... Uh, you know, just symbolic scars, things that we carry with us, things that are the evidence of the hurt that we've gone through in our lives. Some scars or some, some wounds, folks, and you know this, some wounds can be pretty deep, can't they? Take a long time to heal. Some wounds haven't healed. Maybe we've got things in our life that are so deep and all of a sudden, who knows what, all of a sudden it comes to the surface and it comes out. It's like, where'd that come from? 
Where those tears, where that anger, where that frustration, where that sin come from? How many of our sins uh, are really outward manifestations of deep wounds that we carry that we've never let the Lord heal even? So, yeah. We got, we got wounds. We got, and some of them are really deep. And some of them don't heal. Not because they can't, but because maybe we haven't really trusted that the Lord can do that for us. And I'm asking you, brothers and sisters, to trust Jesus to heal the wounds that you've got in your life. Those wounds give rise to many, many difficulties in our lives. And it doesn't have to be that way. And, uh, you know, if we look at it this way, you know, Thomas today. Um, Do you ever wonder where Thomas was? So, you know, the other guys are there. And they're locked in this room because, you know, the Jews are out to kill them all. And they're afraid. So they, they hold up in this upper room and, and try to keep a low profile for a while until it all blows over. But Thomas isn't. So what's Thomas doing? Well, remember, remember this from John earlier in the, in the gospel uh, in relationship to Lazarus. Thomas said, let us all go to Jerusalem to die with Jesus. See, Thomas, it's not, he's not afraid. He wants to die. He's like, that's what the Lord's going to do. That's what I'm going to do. I'm follower. He's died. I'm going to follow him to death. See, and that's, that's beautiful, isn't it? And Thomas did. He ended up in you know, a number of countries, and then he got killed by some, uh, some witch doctor in India. He took his head off. Yeah, he died. He died all right. Jesus uh, said to Thomas, to Thomas's face in John, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And the way, the truth, and the life, the way has been... You know, they've gotten off track. Uh, the truth has been silenced and the life is out. It's gone. He's dead. See, for Thomas, though, he's not focused on the resurrection. He just says, all right, he died. I'm going to die. Well, that's, what's the point of that? It's, that's not what this is about. We're not called to, to die for some dead guy. And, and the disciples... I mean, they're afraid of death. And, 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 and yet the, the Lord has appeared to them and he still hasn't gotten them out of the room. Thomas, who's not afraid to die, doesn't have the resurrection. The disciples have the resurrection, but they're afraid to die. Come on, guys. Get on the same page. And so that's what the Lord's doing today. He's getting them on the same page. See, death without glory is pointless. Death without the resurrection doesn't make any sense. And that's not why we're here. And the resurrection without the willingness to go out and witness, what's the point? That's not why we're here. Get on the same page. So, and what's, what is the thing that brings these two, uh, these two groups together? Thomas and the other ten, or the other nine? It's the wounds. 
Look at my, look at my wounds. Look at my hands. Look at my feet. Look at my side. Look at this big hole. You ever see Caravaggio's uh, rendition of, of, of Thomas? And it's got Thomas with his hand sticking it into the side. Big hole. Flappy skin. <laughs> Moving it around in there. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> uh, spiritual principle. Uh, dig where you fall. Dig where you fall. So where you fall, start digging. Where your wound is, dig. Where your sin is, dig. Where your grief is, dig. Where your shame is, dig. Where your addiction is, dig. Where your anger is, your grudge, dig. Where you've fallen, and those are failures and falls, dig. Because that's where the gold is. That's where the healing is. That's where the mercy is. That's where the love is. That's where the conversion is. That's where the resurrection is, where we've died. That's where the new creation comes from, where we have lost ourselves and can't find ourselves. And maybe this helps. Jesus is God, God who has taken on our flesh. God took on our flesh so God could take us up there. What's the point? Death and glory together. Our wounds, our sins, right there, He destroys death, becomes sin, even though he knew no sin, so that we who are sinners could be reborn in his image. We could be healed. By his wounds, we are healed. Look Look at my wounds, Jesus says. Dig. Put your hands in there. Dig around. What are you going to find? Yourself. In my wounds, your sins are there. Your Your brokenness is there. Wherever you've fallen, it's in here, he says. Get in there. Dig around and see what I have done for you. We have wounds, and some of them are deep, and we are just too afraid to go there. We lock ourselves in that room and we hide. And what kind of a life is that? It's a half a life. The Lord doesn't want you hiding. He doesn't want you locked up in fear. He doesn't want you carrying around these burdens and these shames and these sins. He wants to heal you. He wants to free you. He wants to give you your life back. Dig. Dig around. Those pieces of glass come forth. Those sharp, jagged, painful wounds.
come out of here. My hands, my side. And a glorious death, not just death, death and glory. It's the, it's the water, not just the water, it's the water and the blood on this feast of divine mercy. We hear the words of Faustina that Jesus spoke to her. O blood and water, which gush forth from the heart of Jesus as a fountain of mercy for us. I trust in you. Amen.